Hey, welcome to the Good Game Report podcast. Today we have special guest Uncle Stevo, and always we have your two main hosts, GG underscore Stav and GG Nelly. Yo! So, Uncle Stevo, before we get into any of our main topics, I have a big question for you. Mm-hmm. So, you you were talking a lot about uh, Battletoads, if I got that right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more important game, uh, how would you feel if they remade Super Monkey Ball? Oh, he does this all the time, Steve-O. You don't have to answer it if you don't want to. I, I, I would ask answer the question with a question of what is Super Monkey Ball? Thank you. That's the oh. perfect answer. All right. Well, thank you for tuning into the Good Game Report podcast. Uh... <laughs> Goodbye, guys. All right. Thanks for coming on, man. We'll, yep, see, you, you. Uh, we'll you. see you on your stream. All right. But uh, for those who haven't tuned out yet, uh, today we're going to be talking about some of the E3 announcements that have been going out. Specifically, uh, of course, Cyberpunk 2077, Battletoads, as I said earlier, Halo, and the Star Wars game. I believe that was also involved in E3. Uh, and just kind of hitting on those, talking about what we're excited for, what we're you know hoping for. Um, and we're also going to get a chance to meet Uncle Steve-O, who is probably as popular as the entire Good Game Report combined. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> by himself, other than this podcast, obviously, and my millions of listeners. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, let's uh, start with uh, Star Wars. Uh, Gigi Stav, what's like your initial thoughts on that? Okay, so the reason why I'm so pumped about this game, not because it's Star Wars, which is awesome in itself, but I think that the potential of an awesome Star Wars game is just sitting out there for someone to take over, really. Like, you have this entire world already created that can just be put into an open-world game like a Skyrim or something like that. And you can just have the entire map filled with, you know, different, you know, like, Jedis on this side, the Empire on this side, and then it just it just sets up perfectly for an open-world game. And I think that's why I'm so jacked up about it. Like, has has there been, like, a really good Star Wars game? Like, that Battle the Battlefront, did any of you guys play that? Or like- I did. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Like, I just, an open world game with, like, Star Wars base, to me, just is, like, a 10 out of 10 already. Star Wars Lego. Does that even count? (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, For open world Star Wars games, uh, the best one I can think of, and I don't really know if it counts as full open world, is Knights of the Old Republic, which was a gem. Um, like could could you use like lightsabers pew pew and like laser oh, yeah. stuff? Yeah. Pew. Yep, so uh at least in the first one you start off using just lasers and all that and you learn you're a Jedi and then become awesome. Uh but yeah. So uh, the, for that uh in the open world um Uncle Stevo, do you have any like insight on the Star Wars game or are you like excited for that or Uh I mean I saw a little bit of it. I I it did look fun but it also looked like another star wars game um i i kind of agree with stop like the open world concept is very exciting to think about uh i would even add to that like if they could implement uh like role playing to that that would be re- like if you wanted to be a bounty hunter a stormtrooper like whatever like whatever kind of role you wanted to play in that universe i think would be even more uh popular so kind of like a Fallout 4 approach, like you choose your side and you choose your path and there's like different endings. I kind of like that, man. I dig it. I'm yeah. more jacked up. Well, so from what I can tell so far, it is somewhat similar to that. And 
you know, I think the tagline of the game was like, don't get noticed or something along those lines. Uh, I'm sure the internet will tear me off if I'm wrong about that. But, uh, and so you do kind of have the choice on like what you do and who you become. And like, are you still a Jedi after the fall of the Republic? Or are you this new person who's just, you know, regular old Joe that can use the force? Uh, give me the regular Joe, man. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Just I, walking I, around. I think they really need to invest in a Star Wars merchant game where you just sell stuff. <laughs> I'm kind of in for that, too. Uh, yeah, no, I, but I'm excited. Like, I'll buy anything Star Wars. Um, and I think if they put the same level of writing into the Battlefront 2 campaign that they do to this, it's going to be great. And I think the only legitimate gripe that I've heard people say for this game was, oh, it's another E3 game. Um, which I I just said it's a legitimate gripe, but I actually don't think it's a legitimate gripe. I think, you know, E3, or not E3, oh my God, EA. Uh, you know, EA made a bad decision with the microtransactions in Battlefront 2. Uh, they've already said there's going to be no microtransactions for this game. So, I don't know. I think it's going to be great. I'm buying it pre-order when I can. Let's keep our fingers crossed for it. We'll... I, I think that's my my stance. Let's fingers crossed. Let's go, Star Wars. Do it. I will absolutely have no unbiased opinion on it. Like, there there's no chance. I, I love Star Wars too much. Love it. And you know, it's been a good while till we've had since we've had a uh, amazing Star Wars game. And I think you know, it's if this goes well, it's only going to get better from here. I'm in. Yeah, uh, so we also wanted to hit on some of the uh, points from E3 with the game releases. Uncle Steve-O, you wanted to talk about Battletoads. Now, this is a game I have never heard of, never played until earlier today when Stav was like, Uncle Steve-O wants to talk about Battletoads. So. I wanted to talk about it, but I knew that you guys didn't know what it was. So thank you, Steve-O, for being here. <laughs> So, so I can finally we'll, talk to someone about we'll, it. We'll culture them. It's fine. So, yeah, so this is the part of the podcast where old guys explain stuff. So old guys. <laughs> Just uh, cultured. I think Steve-O used the right word. Cultured gamers know what this is. Mm-hmm. All right. So veterans. for those who don't know, what is Battletoad? Uh, Sob, you want to take it? Uh, yeah. It's an awesome arcade game where you're a bunch of frogs and you jump around on cool ships and you destroy villains as they come in. I mean, did I nail it or what? Nailed it. Like, essentially, if you played Ninja Turtles arcade growing up or at any point in life, like, it's 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 almost like a knockoff version of that, but it has its own elements that's a lot of fun, too. Okay. I, I just found this out. I, I forgot what their names were. <laughs> and it's, like, Pimple Zits. <laughs> and <laughs> I forget, like, the other guys. I think the other guy's name is Rash. And I didn't pick up on this at all when I was like seven. Oh, yeah. No. oh yeah. When you're young, you didn't care. <laughs> but I just want to be pimple the entire time and just go around and just pop people. Nah, it's all about rash. I mean, they're all pretty tough, but I'm I'm in on it. Why why are you liking it, Steve O? Are you looking forward to it just as like a fun game to play with friends or what what, what, what are you going? Yeah, yeah. I, it's just a nostalgia factor. Uh you know, I'm just looking forward to I like a part of me wants to see like I, I do like that they kept it kind of true to the uh, the original style, mm-hmm. um, but I yeah I just want to play Battletoads again. Uh, I have <laughs> I have a Switch 
and I was kind of hoping that, um, you know, because on Switch they release like old games that you used to play. Cultured um, games, we call them yeah, cultured. cultured, cultured. <laughs> um, for you know every month or so, and I was kind of hoping Battlegrounds would come on there, and now I know why because they've been working on something the, the behind the scenes. So, uh, it, it, I, I do think they're going to have like a multiplayer, which is going to be awesome. Um, I'm going to get it, Stevo. So if you want to play, I am down. And I'm we'll in. just pip, we'll pimple and zits all over people. Um, no. It'll probably be a great, so a great Friday night. Okay, Rash over there. You're just mad that we didn't invite you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um... You better be sorry. I'm talking to two cultured men over here. Uh, I'm going to edit that part out of the podcast. <laughs> no. Great. No, I'm not. Um, so what's the difference between the old and the new Battletoads? Like what's new about it? Or is it just what they're doing with uh, Destroy All Humans and just remastering it and releasing? It looks just like the graphics from what I saw. I, I, like Steve-O yeah. said, it looks pretty true. Like an old arcade game, you know, that hasn't come out in 20, 25 years maybe. Um, and it's just like remastered. And I think that's genius. They probably didn't put much money into it. I mean, they probably just pulled the old files and just updated it to 2019 and said, let's do it. So, um, I mean... We'll wait and see when it comes out. It looks great to me, and I, I can't wait to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Uh, and while we're talking about uh, Uncle Steve-O's game, steve you also were really psyched about the new Halo. Uh, Halo, is that Infinite? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've always been a big fan of Halo, dude. Like, even uh, bad ones. <laughs> like, I always <laughs> give them a try. And, and Halo 2 was kind of like the reason the uh, resurgence for me and getting back into gaming uh just the whole online multi you know player scene uh land parties all day um that's for the culture guys out there um (laughs) (laughs) i mean that that really got me back into gaming uh and so halo 2 and 3 are like near and dear to my heart but uh i'm kind of curious to see what they're going to do with halo Kind of nervous, but also excited. Yeah, I, I was a, a PlayStation guy, and I always only got to play Halo when I went to a friend's house. So I befriended someone who had Xbox just <laughs> to play Halo. Uh, and it was pretty funny, like, right when he was like a neighbor. And right when we stopped playing, I'd be like, all right, see ya. And I'd just get <laughs> up and leave. Um, but it was just like you said, just me and him playing multiplayer on the same TV, split screen, mm-hmm. and just... You know, jumping around, shooting lasers everywhere. Um, Steve-O, I think, said it good. We don't know what's going to come with this game because they didn't drop any gameplay stuff, and they haven't said too much about it. But just the name, a new Halo, like Halo, is coming out. 75% of the gaming world is already on the edge of their seat waiting for it. Yeah. I think Halo is always going to be one of those, like, titan of the titles until it just completely drops off. Um, I know Halo, was it 5 that just came out? Or I, I say just came out, but the most recent one. Uh, that didn't do as well in the box office. Not box office, drinking sales. Um, but I still think that Halo is always going to be the, one of those like staple games, especially for Microsoft. Like I don't think you can ever go on like a Microsoft website or something like that without seeing 
some kind of master chief or something like that. Do Do you guys think that they'll go with kind of the new the new fad and just you know drop a battle royale on us, or do you think they'll stick to the gameplay? I read that they weren't. I read that they weren't doing yeah. a uh, battle royale or any kind of loot crates or anything like that. that yeah, just kind of staying true to the game, which I don't know. I kind of like it, but I also like don't know how that's going to play for them because what are you going to do differently that you haven't done already? Um, to me, you know, I'm seeing a lot of Splitgate on, uh, you know, just on Twitch and stuff, and Splitgate looks very similar to Halo. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Yeah, it uh, it, it just looks exactly like Halo, just without Master Chief jumping around. Right, and it's got a really cool concept of it's portals with Halo essentially, and. Uh, oh. And so it's, you know, that to me is a cool concept. And I think if Halo doesn't do something different or fresh, then they're just going to get swept under the rug. I think Halo's biggest, like, thing that it has going for for it right now is absolutely its storyline. Um, I think Halo's always had solid writing, especially once uh, 343 took over. Um, and Bungie, even though Bungie did great, uh, I think 343 has stepped up the writing for that so i feel like if they clearly identified it as a story game people would be willing to look past the battle royale um and also i think it's a smart move on uh the halo team for not doing a battle royale because i just i don't really see it being conducive to a battle royale style game Similar to Call of Duty. I know that was popular for a while, but it dropped off really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Battle Royale for Call of Duty, and that has the same you know name that goes with a, with a Halo game. Um, their Battle Royale kind of flamed out, and I wonder if Halo looked at that and said, let's just not even do it. Let's just do an awesome campaign with multiplayer. Yeah. I'm excited. I mean, I hope they bring back Horde mode. Board mode is one of my favorites from the Halo games. If they bring out Lockout, I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah. I recreated Honk. Lockout in creative mode on Fortnite. Just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, so do you have like a creator code and all that? No, 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 no. I just went into the, like, the creative, uh, what is this, a builder thing where you just create maps. All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so, Stav, you were super excited about uh, some of the stuff from E3. What is what are, like one of the things that you would love to experience from that? Uh, well, there's a couple of small ones that you know I just want to throw out there. Uh, they announced Gears of War Five. I know any Xbox player is probably excited for that. Um, I did play. I think the original Gears of War, or the one that had the Mad World commercial. Oh, that and is I- not the original. Uh, I, I don't know. That, that's the only one I played, and I was just like, yes, that's <laughs> awesome. So that's, that's the one I played because, uh, again, I was PlayStation. Um, so Gears of War 5 was announced. Uh, the Outer Worlds was announced. They added a bunch of stuff in Fallout 76, which I think could help the game because it was kind of trash. Um, they added a Battle Royale to that. Didn't really look that good, so I'm kind of worried about everything else. Uh, Elden Ring looked pretty sweet. There was no gameplay announced for it, but they showed a little brief trailer. Uh, it's the same uh, writer and director from Sekiro or Sekiro, uh, along with uh, what's the Game of Thrones guy? Token R? No. Martin? Oh, uh, R. R. Martin. Mar- yeah, Martin. So he was one of the writers in it, um, which seems pretty sweet. So uh, 
I know uh, Gigi Deli did a great job updating everybody on the Good Game Report website. He did a bunch of articles on all these um, all these items that came out. Uh, Nelly, I think you had a couple other things from E3 that you wanted to hit on. Uh, yeah, so one of the ones that I know I'm, especially in Good Game Report, I think I'm kind of alone in my excitement for is... Super um, Monkey Ball. No, I wish there were. Um, <laughs> uh, but oh, it was uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, which is from the same uh, creators of Resident Evil and Evil Within. So I'm a huge horror fan. Like I love scary, spooky. You know, I hunt ghosts on my free time. Uh, and that's a fact, Steve. That that is ghost check hunting. out uh, Plume State Paranormal Research. Have you found any? Facebook and Instagram. The search continues, I hear. The search continues. <laughs> We're working on it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so I love horror and spooky and all that. And I feel like, especially coming out of Resident Evil 7 and, you know, what they did with Evil Within 1 and 2, I'm super excited for this and so ready for this to come out and see where it's going to go. Um, I think it's gonna kind of have a cult following, but for you know those cult people out there that love you know stuff like that, I think it's gonna be a directly up our alley with you know big names like that coming together and making games. Um, and outside of that, one that I know the universe just in total is excited for now is yes. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yes, with our uh, Lord and Savior, Mister Keanu Reeves, now starring in it breathtaking wasn't that the big word that just took over the internet this yeah. week breathtaking yeah they gave a free copy of the game to that guy that yelled that at him oh, that's awesome yeah so i i think that's gonna be great i think it's uh i just the art with it looks amazing um everything i've seen i'm just so excited for how about you guys when when did they announce this game like 2010 or 20 like early 2010s oh i I can't tell you. I can tell you. I only heard about it. I think 2018 is earliest I heard about it. All right. So you were just leaving like elementary school, 2018. So the uh, the coolest thing when I saw the trailer, besides the Keanu Reeves like cameo in it, uh, did you guys watch Altered Carbon on Netflix at all? I did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I did. I saw a few episodes. I was like, is this Altered Carbon or? And I was like, I love you know. The background, the setting, like all like the neon lights and kind of that futuristic feel. And I was like, whoa. All right. They really did a great job in this game. And then Keanu Reeves comes out and I was just like, take my money. Here's here's everything (laughs) I got. I can't wait for this thing to come out. And I I think, like you said, everybody is going to be so in on this game. And they're going to have to give it a try because everybody's going to be talking about it when it finally comes out. Okay, so, and I'm still kind of new to it, too. Is the hype just behind the, like, the graphics and what they've produced so far? Because, like, I know nothing about what this game is supposed to be about or how it's supposed to be played or anything. Uh, Well, I think the graphics were always a part of it, but I don't think that's solely where the hype is. I think, uh, basically, when I'm talking to somebody that knows way more about it than me, I hear, oh, this is supposed to be an upgraded futuristic version of GTA five. Okay. And so like, that's what people have been telling me about it. Um, 
and I, you know, think back to when I was playing GTA five back in high school, you know, thinking about like, Oh, this is so great. And so that's where I get the excitement from is like being like, Oh man, me and my friends from high school are going to love this. The two that I'm still connected with, <laughs> but, but yeah. And then I think just dropping Keanu Reeves in there. Like, I mean, he's already been so popular throughout the internet and, I mean, that's going to be the main source of your video game players right there is like the guys from Reddit, the girls from Reddit, the, you know, Facebook, Instagram users. And I think those people are going to be the ones that they really need to market it to and drop in somebody that's already beloved in those spheres, like Keanu Reeves in there, just straight moneymaker. How, how about Keanu Reeves? I mean, this is going to be kind of a movie thing, but it's transitioning into a video game thing. Just completely revamping his career. Just be like, you know what? I'm going video games going forward. John Wick, video games, and I'm going to be the most popular person in the gaming industry right now. What yeah, a badass, think... dude. Pardon my language, but what a badass. <laughs> is there... Seen You're seeing a trend of a bunch of actors getting into uh, the gaming scene. So, like, I'm pretty who's... sure... The, jet, the Star Wars, the Star Wars guy is an actor. Uh, off of Gotham, I think he plays the Joker or Jeremiah in Gotham. Oh, really? And like they, they bring in like like these. They, I think started in like Call of Duty. Like they would insert like one actor as a main character. And I know the the Punisher lead role is in the new Ghost Recon game coming out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who's the most like bad? He's even more badass than Keanu Reeves. Like he's the toughest dude around. And I might buy the game just so I can, like, see him be like, yo, what's up, Punisher? Well, like, at least for me, I remember playing back in, uh, I think it was Halo 5 again, where they had Nathan Fillion through the entire game. And, you know, that was, to me, Nathan Fillion is one of my favorite actors. He's, for those that don't know, he played Castle, the rookie, um, Firefly. Uh, but yeah, so Nathan Philly, one of my favorite actors, was in there, and I see uh, this big trend of you know actors that are you know into that, definitely gravitating towards that, and you know I think video games going forward in the future are only going to make more and more money as you know like TV and movies. I don't N- think they're gonna Nelly. I think both Stevo and I just typed in that guy's name at the same <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. I, 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 I heard the typing and I knew exactly yes. what was going on. Yes, Evo. Yes, we nailed it. Oh, oh yeah, Fillion. Yeah, I love this dude. Yeah, dude. great. I, I love him in that one thing. Dude, if you haven't seen Firefly, take time to watch the 13 episodes of Firefly that are out there. All right, Steve, at the same time, Firefly. Ready? One, two, three. Firefly on uh, Google. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh yeah, I love the Serenity. That is cool. As that was the kids really say. good, Steve. That was good. <laughs> uh, oh, my mic just fell. Come on, Nelly. Philly in and now a mic fall. Sorry, it must have just been God telling me I needed a mic drop. <laughs> that was really good. Just the Simultaneous typing of that guy's name. That's, that's some sensitive microphones. If I, uh, if you can hear my that was money. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely heard you typing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, did we hit all the topics we were talking? Oh, no. Uh, so 
Uh, one thing I did want to plug while we were here is uh, Gigi Deli. He was supposed to be here tonight, but because of some personal reasons, he couldn't make it because, uh, you know, he was taking his horse down the Old Town Road. And uh, But I wanted to, first off, just say amazing work to him. He's been on the podcast before. We're trying to get him on more regularly. But amazing work for him on covering E3 and writing all those articles on the Good Game Report website. If you haven't been there, check it out. We try to stay up to date with some of the latest and greatest news in the video game industry uh, and maybe some other stuff going forward. Yeah, he did a great job. He must have done like 10 articles. He did a lot yeah. like every like at the beginning. And then he's like, all right, I need to cool this out and stretch this over like a, a 10 day period. So, yeah, kudos, Deli. That was great. Like Nelly said, if check out the website. You see all his writing there. Just brief descriptions and, you know, trailers that, that were released from E3. So he did a really good job on that. Yeah, and I think he's doing like three a day, and he's cooling back to one a day. So that's still not like you're going to be in a dry zone of content. He's still just pushing it out, along with some of our other great people, like Mason, who's been just putting out article after article. Mason has been doing some yeah, great now work. Now I'm interested. Yeah. I'm going right I now. Looking, <laughs> I was looking for stuff to yeah, look at. Googling stuff right now, huh? Let's type it up. But yeah, so, uh, so our writers have been doing great. And outside of that, huge shout out to Jaleel. I should save this for the end during the personal plugs. But uh, Uncle Stop, uh, well, uh, Uncle Steve-O. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Steve-O. Uh, but at the end of each episode, we do a personal plug where we can plug something from our own lives, what we're working on, uh, you know, something from the channel that we want to plug. You're the first non- good game report member to ever do a personal plug so uh is there anything that you would like to plug uh while we have you here let him let's ask right. i want to ask him a couple like streamer questions before we oh i totally forgot about that it's okay i got you steve no <laughs> yeah yeah oh my gosh i'm so sorry i knew there was something i was forgetting all right let's so, yeah. just jump over the entire bottom half of the uh agenda sheet and we'll go to closing notes <laughs> <laughs> hey who's this Uncle Steve-O guy that was on. <laughs> Segways are weird. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be a rough cut. Yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. Uh, so Uncle Steve-O, uh, you are a popular streamer. Oh yeah, so popular. Pop uh, <laughs> over there. Well, I think like the one time I tuned in, you had like, and I don't know, this may be not too good for most people, but you had like fifteen people, seventeen people in your chat, mm -hmm. and you know that's a lot for me. So. Kind of like tell our listeners what your channel's about and like what you do. Uh, honestly, uh, as of late, I mean, I started off uh, streaming like just random games just to kind of get streaming uh, underway. Um, I talked about this early on. Uh, I used to just have an Xbox and a headset and that was it. So I just practiced my streaming and like through that and kind of just over time met people and kind of built this community. And then uh, Fortnite came out, and I jumped on that immediately because I really wanted to get into the uh, Battle Royale scene. Um, that was really interesting to me. And this was like the first game on console that I knew of that was Battle Royale. So I've uh, been streaming that for probably a good year. And now I'm at a point where I'm kind of in this limbo of games. Uh, Fortnite's just kind of in a stale place for me personally, uh, but I still play it from time to time with people, 
uh, viewers and whatnot. Uh, and I'm just kind of hopping around. I'm actually doing a lot of just chatting streams because people, believe it or not, actually just want to talk to you. It's weird. And uh, they, they really like the engagement from a streamer. And I'm starting to, to learn that and uh, just have fun with that. Just you know, get, engage myself with the community that's been watching me for so long. Steve-O, now we, we have a pretty epic in, introduction story between the two of us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, had, I had to touch on this, you know, for this part. We, Steve-O and I met when I was Uncle Stav and he's Uncle Steve-O, of course. Hey, can you get him? <laughs> we, were, we were in a, uh, a streamer's chat. We were in Action Jackson's chat and we both commented and we just looked, kind of saw each other's names and we just go, wait. We both typed <laughs> it out at about the same time. Tagging the, tagging the other person in so it's pretty crazy uh as soon as like we did that it was just kind of a connection whenever we were in the chat we would just type in the person's name and say wait uh yeah. ended up following him and you know checking out some of his streams and he ended up doing the same for me so i mean it's been about three or four months now that we've been checking in on each other um so with that introduction steve-o i just want to say I, I love coming to your streams it's always a good time and you touched on it how you just been doing the just chatting recently yeah. and i think that's something that you and i learned from streamers that we watch tim and uh pj uh to me that's my favorite part talking to the chat oh yeah and i think that's yours as well and you do a great job at it is that your favorite thing when you log on just talking with people getting to know people through a stream and mm -hmm. is how, how do you do it so well <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I um, honestly, that is my favorite part. I um, like I'm not this like big time gamer. I'm not a competitive gamer by any means. Uh, I play video games mainly to socialize and have fun with people. Uh, and then when it kind of transitioned, and I kind of saw my numbers spiking in just chatting, I really was like, okay, people are actually interested in this. And then I started getting a lot of positive feedback uh, just from the viewers and from my mods and stuff regarding like the stream and how just chatting was just so much fun and how they had a blast. So I just started to work on that. Um, I think in terms of how I do it, I just, uh, my mentality has always been to create a place where people can kind of uh, check their baggage at the door and have a safe place where they can just come and, and laugh, mostly at my expense, but you know, with with whatever. Um, you know, people got a lot of stuff going on in their life. And uh, you know, if I can create a space where you can come and, and not worry about getting judged and just have a, a good, you know, wholesome time just uh, laughing and cutting up then with some with good people too. Like my, my chat's filled with just amazing supportive people. Um, you know, doing that, then I feel like I've, you know, I think that's the kind of the recipe behind what we do over there. It's, it's been every time I'm in there, it's just all positive. And I think that's what separates. And I think that's why people separates the good streamers from just the average streamers, just the positivity. And I think that's why people come to you is because you're so positive. You let anybody in any, everybody's welcome. And you reach out to them, you make them feel accepted. And like, like I said, you're doing a great job, man. Keep it up. I appreciate it. I think people would describe you as breathtaking. 
cultured. I go with cultured. Cultured, yeah. Cultured, cultured and cultured. breathtaking, in the words of the Good Game Report podcast and Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Which let me let me just say, those are pretty equally popular right now. Um, but yeah, no, that's awesome. I I too. Uh, so the first time, and I think every time that I've actually watched you, I was just popped into the just chatting streams and just sat there and watched kind of the interaction going back and forth between you and the chat. And I, you know, I'm not a big talker. I'm not great at it. Um, and so just kind of watching that was so fun for me and just seeing the, uh, the way that you interacted with your chat. So, uh, I mean, kudos on you for that, that you are a really talented streamer, I would say, which is something that I think even big names, you know, they're very talented players, but not talented streamers. Right. In some right. Places. Right. Uh, well, so, you know, kudos on you for that. You do a very great stream. And anybody who's listening that doesn't do uh, Uncle Sivo and Twitch, uh, it's spelled, you know, U-N-C-L-E-5-T-E-V-O. Mm-hmm. Uh, go check him out. I would not recommend it enough uh, if I, you know, spent this whole podcast talking about it, even though I forgot about it. Um, <laughs> trying to the I appreciate but, that. Yeah. Uh, uh, any other uh, questions that you have, Stav, or the chat has for Uncle Steve? Uh, I have one question, and it's about your backdrop of your stream room, Steve. Uh, okay. It'd probably be too hard to talk about on Twitch chat, so I was waiting for this. <laughs> uh, as a recent starter of a pop figure collection, I want oh, yeah. you to kind of touch. On, I mean, you have what, 15, 20 back there? Something like that, yeah. Uh, when did this that. start? Do you have like a theme with your pop figures? All right, so, so uh, before, really quick, for the people who haven't seen your stream and are just listening to the podcast, can you also do like a description of it? Yeah, so like uh, the way, I mean, it looks like any other streamer set up. There's a chair that I sit in and in my backdrop, you see a bookshelf and some shelves on the wall and on the uh, shelves are just a little bit of like just my childhood and then uh, like stacks of Funko Pops, Uh, which honestly started probably three, two or three months ago. If I'm, if I'm being honest, like I just started this year collecting them as well. Uh, There's at first it started with no rhyme or reason. And then I said, like, all right, I'm going to start collecting with a purpose. <laughs> because it gets super expensive super quick. Uh, you look at it and you're like... I just spent $100 on pop figures yesterday because I was like, I'm starting this collection. Now. Yeah, so, yeah. I, know, I, know, I was like, I want this one. Oh, wait, yeah. I like that one too. All right, Amazon, give me them all. Yeah, you get... Uh, you look at one, you're like, oh, it's 10 bucks, no big deal. And then three hours later, you're refinancing your house. So <laughs> it's... Uh, for me, personally, I've got the... Uh, I've got, like, all the Avengers, uh, the gold edition of the the Avengers. Um, And then I've got just a little bit, some pieces of, like, just stuff that I enjoy. That's kind of just how I've gone about it. Um, Like, I've got Power Rangers, Spider-Man, all the Packers quarterbacks, like, uh, Bart Starr, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Saturday Night Live uh, skits like the Spartan cheerleaders and Wayne and Garth. Uh, So that's, and some Ghostbusters. So that's kind of just how I started, was just picking out things that, like, I really enjoy and just going from there. 
do you think it's going to get a lot bigger or do you think you're, you're just going to kind of, if you see one that like pops up, no pun intended, pop up, but um, <laughs> if you just see it, you're just going to be like, yep, I'm getting it. See, I, I am, I think I am going to just keep my eyes open uh, because it is one of those things when you look at it, you're like, wow, I just spent all this money on stuff that I just get to look at. That That's all they're, they're there for is just to look at and conversation pieces. <laughs> so I think I uh, I think like I've I've put a pause on recent purchases, but I will pick it back up soon and get more for sure because there's definitely more that I'm gonna want. See, I'm under the impression that everyone I'm buying is just gonna go up so much in value that in 50 years I'm gonna be loaded. See, that's what got me when I first started. It's like that's Bitcoin, what got me. But it's yeah, like Funko Pops. See, I started buying them, and then I was like, wait, I need to get the ones that are super valuable, big values right now. And honestly, that gets overwhelming. Like every time I go into a store, I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. I'm having a panic attack. I need to stop. So I was, I've decided I'm just getting stuff that like I enjoy or that's nostalgic for me. And I'm just going with that. Yeah. I, I looked at a, I wanted to buy a Bane one mm. uh, the other day. I love Bane. He's like my favorite character in the Batman series. And I was like, I'm buying a Bane pop. And I look it up and it's already like 175 bucks. And I was just like, damn, I'm late to the party. If I got this, yep. you know, yep. two, three years ago for 20 bucks. I'd be sitting on pretty good profit right now. Yeah. And I'd have the Bane behind me. But now because it's so expensive, I'm like, well, I'm not going to spend $180 on. No. Yeah. I felt the same way about Thundercats. I was like, I'm going to get all the Thundercats. And they are all expensive. There's not a single one that's not expensive. And I was like, well, frick. I, I agree with you. I, I As a recent um, buyer of Pops, it's a definitely a conversation piece. Um, and good luck to you in your... Uh, future investments and to you sir oh, thank you sir <laughs> these are just new beanie babies mm -hmm, mm -hmm. those things are worth money you don't even know what a beanie baby is they're, they're little like weird bears see you don't know what they are cultured <laughs> cold shirt oh god i'm old in that millennials uh, <laughs> yeah we're all my millennials at Millennials are the most likely to listen to podcasts, so um and but, eat iPods, but we're, we're <laughs> but uh as I have not mentioned yet, at the end of our show we Breaking always news. do a segment uh where we allow um Breaking News where we allow uh, everybody on the show to kind of plug something personal that they have going on, uh, whether it be a stream, a podcast, a web series, uh, some articles that they're putting up on the website, whatnot. Uh, do you have anything personal that you're working on right now that you want to plug to our listeners? Uh, no, honestly, no, nothing right now. Um, I'm, I'm working on some stuff, like you guys said in the beginning of kind of shifting gears with the, the stream and getting some uh I, I don't really want to call it a podcast because this is great what you guys are doing it's very structured and i felt very intimidated coming into this i was like oh my gosh they have an agenda i was very um, nervous all right i was like this is our first guest it, i need to be over organized for this so i apologize for that i was stressing myself out all week i was like we need to get this down it's like yeah, this is an agenda this is official i'm overwhelmed 
so yeah, I, I mean, but like, I'm going to start, you know, just re, I guess, structuring how I'm going to stream a little bit. Uh, because like we talked about, uh, shifting over more into the just chatting stream, I think is something I've enjoyed. And I think I'm going to kind of focus on that a little bit, but come, with that comes like creating material and content to support it. So, uh, other than that, I'm not really working on anything personally, uh, or, uh, know of anything that I would, you know, like to plug. Well, we get, we're going to, we'll try to get, we'll make sure to get all of your, your tags and everything and, and, you know, tag you, your Twitter, your Twitch and, and everything that we post. So you know, whenever, you know, good game report posted up there on the website, Twitter, um, we'll, we'll connect you to, we'll connect the listeners to you. Yeah, uh, for, for my plug, I, I usually always go with Twitch and it might, it might get boring, but this is this is why Twitch is so nice because a random person just connected with me, and now we're connected. Um, be like Steve-O, be positive, be talkative in someone's chat if you're watching. Um, try to build relationships. That's how you're gonna grow. Um, maybe not only as a person because you're gonna be talking to a stranger, but you're gonna grow your Twitch site and your your Twitch community doing it. Be positive, be, you know, outgoing, um, connect with someone and just have fun when you're watching someone else's channel. That's why everybody does Twitch is to have fun, get away, get into another kind of realm where you don't have to think about things. Just have fun in gaming and just keep doing it, man. Like Steve, you do seriously, you're doing a great job. I really like going to your streams. I hope everybody here checks them out, gives them a follow. Um, he's definitely worth, you know, at least if you go five minutes, 10 minutes, he'll talk to you. You'll have a good time. I appreciate it, man. And uh, yeah, shout out to Nathan Fillion. <laughs> Big shout out. <laughs> Hopefully we can get him on next week. <laughs> My boy, Natty Phil has been a day one listener. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, my personal plug, uh, I wanted to actually plug a uh, Twitch channel, Captain Reboot. Uh, so Captain Reboot, uh, for those of you that don't know, I am a big Dungeons and Dragons player. I love it. I, you know, go way above and beyond when I'm making characters. Um, and I found this one guy who he DMs for like eight different campaigns, uh, DMs Dungeon Master, who creates the world and story for like eight different campaigns. And I went into his channel and immediately just ha started having a great time. He was super friendly. Everybody there was my kind of people, which is saying a lot because I'm not a very social guy. I'm not a very talkative guy, but I found myself engrossed in conversation in this channel. So I just wanted to shout them out. And, uh, you know, Captain Reboot, if you ever listen to this, you know, good job of running a great channel and running some great campaigns. Um, and I hope that one day, you know, the Good Game Report Twitch channel can be recognized in that same light of being you know open friendly and a place for people to stop by despite you know their you know social comfortability i should guess i could say anything else before we uh close out uh i got one question for you guys <clears throat> going back to e3 oh my god sorry What's but it, it's a game it's a game that i'm wondering if you guys are you guys heard about it or if you're sleeping on it what it's called fall guys did you guys hear it haven't even heard Watch about it. it. I, did, I think Delhi did do a thing on it. 
Um, oh. But I, I didn't. Oh. I, sorry, Deli, I didn't click it. Don't, don't, oh, uh, don't sleep on Fall Guys. That's all I'm saying. Like human Fall Flat. I, uh, kind of. Yeah, maybe. Uh, two uh, very different maybe? takes on Battle Royale is like, <laughs> what I, what I saw when I clicked on it. This we're gonna talk about this next week on the podcast. It looks like such a fun game to play with the community. I'm very curious to see how it how it plays out. It looks out. like a bunch of uh, big zero sixes running around. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh! I'm watching the trailer right now. I'm excited. It's so. This is like the best trailer I've seen in a while. I'm just saying, don't sleep on Fall Guys. Noted. I'm, I'm not sleeping on it, dude. <laughs> Very awake for this. It's very bright, catches your eye. Dude, this is yeah. absolutely my kind of game. Dude, why are they on skateboards? Why why aren't they on skateboards? Like, yeah, Dude, good and call, Steve-O. the song in the trailer is just great. Yeah, yeah, good good song choice. Dude, I hope I can choose the color of my fall guy. It looks like my Christmas lights behind me just running around. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's June. Christmas. I have Christmas lights. Okay, chat. This is where Christmas lights go to to die. You're just a big, big fan of Stranger Things. That's all. I do love that show. 20 days until it comes out, I think. Or 15. Did you guys ever watch, I think it's called like Toshi's Castle? Mm-mm. It's like this We're big Asian off school course thing, and this reminds me of it. All right, that was great. Thank you for the shout out to that. <laughs> Steve uh, I'm going to be getting that when that comes out. Uh, so, anything else? Yeah, I'm oh, good. You guys thank, thank you, Steve for coming on. Yeah, thank you so Sorry, much. Thank, appreciate no, it. thanks for having me, man. Oh, Steve thank you so fun. much for coming on. Uh, you know, thank you for being here and on time. You know, <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> nailed it, dude. Um, you know, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in again. Uh, I've watched over this past week our podcast ratings just skyrocket. Um, you know, it says that our audience is eight people, but you know, when I'm looking at statistics, that doesn't add up because we have people listening in like 12 different states right now. So, uh, just thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Uh, please share this on, you know, whatever you feel comfortable doing Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Um, Slack, if you're also on Slack. Um, and, you know, thanks so much. Once again, have a great game. Have a great game and good night. Oh, nailed it. <laughs>